You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. And Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Hot Wieners. Uh, yeah. Love. <laughs> death. Family. <laughs> kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. I have to tell you that the packing tape in the background is very, very reminiscent of my serial killer basement, <laughs> right? Like I could just, just, I mean, if if there was a subtle soundtrack of weeping hookers yeah. in the background with that with that tape, you would be my basement. That's beautiful. Yeah, it That's is absolutely super beautiful. True. So I was thinking about it um, a little bit and what we were going to talk about this week. Well, good, because I'm, I am clueless. I, th- I thought. I thought. And I was like, man, we should talk about loyalty. Loyalty. That's an interesting mm, one, right? It is, because we haven't talked about what does loyalty mean, Chris? Well, now it seems to me that you have a topic idea and that you're literally just going to put it there and then not explain to me what you were thinking when you came up with this topic so yes. why don't what 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 loyalty do we want to discuss because i think there's a lot to unpack here what what so, do we mean by loyalty do i mean loyalty to my employer loyalty to my friends loyalty to my spouse what is it to be loyal in a relationship then like what do you think it is well i think hypothetically let's say that my previous employer and mentor and stand-in father figure was riddled with diabetes to the point where he was in the hospital and had to have one of his feet amputated. And he's lonely and he's depressed. And despite the fact that he hurt my feelings and I still grouse about it, I get over that and I go to the hospital and I visit him because he's alone and he's depressed and he's tired and, you know, he doesn't have family in town. And you you go and you respect the positive nature and the things that you built together and you set ugliness aside, right? Mm. So when when you've got somebody that is being loyal to a friendship, and here, people are going to make mistakes in a relationship, okay? That's going to happen. I learned that from Miley Cyrus. Everybody makes mistakes. Right. Everybody has those days. So somebody's going to make a mistake. Okay. So there's there's a time to forgive and let go, live and let live, you know, that sort of thing. Cool. At what point do you say, okay, you were so disloyal to this relationship that I have to put distance between us. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree with you. And of course, I mean, it's it's just like any other relationship. It is relative to your investment and your withdrawal ratio with that person, right? I mean, if I was dating a girl and she started cheating on me and was cheating on me for, you know, a year, well, I think that relationship is over. But, you know, you're with somebody for 20 odd years and they cheat on you and, you know, you don't find out until 10 years later. That's a different dynamic, right? I mean, you're going to look at each relationship and you're going to say what we have together, you know, depending on your Mm -hmm. level of repentance and the work that you put in to try to right this wrong – you know, your, inv- your relationship is probably worth that investment. But short term, I mean, 
obviously, the longer you've been together and the more you've built together, the more egregious an offense you, somebody is yeah, allowed to get away with. Yeah, yeah. that they're, and I don't want to say entitled to because they're not entitled to hurt you, right. but they're far more likely to, to get survive. Yeah. yeah, to get forgiveness. That's a much better way of putting it. Okay, so then is there then in a relationship time limit? You know what I mean? Or does it just repen- depend on the relationship? Now, when you say time limit, do you a, mean a, a time statute lim- of limitations or... Not so much a statute of limitations, but a time in which it is acceptable to say, all right, we're too early in a friendship or a relationship or whatever your relationship, but employment, for this to be happening. So I don't know. I And, and it's a cop-out, but I think that the only legitimate answer to that question is a case-by-case basis thing, right? Sure, sure. I mean, for example. So then if you're dating somebody new. Mm. Well, now uh, that... See, total that, different can of worms, Well, right? okay, that, that depends on the crazy hot factor, right? Oh, that scale, that graph. Yeah, I mean, how hot are they? Now, and I'm looking at it from a cishet, heteronormative, monstrous, fat cracker perspective, but... How hot is she? And right. how good's the fucking? Because there's a lot of crap I'll tolerate. Really? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so interesting. Absolutely. Because well, like... Chris, when you look like me, if, you, you, you have low standards. If I were super early in one, I wouldn't. Really? Th- yeah, like my bullshit tolerance would be Even super, super low. crazy super hot. Low. Yeah, doesn't matter. Huh. Doesn't matter. Huh. Yeah. I'd, I'm going to disagree, Chris. Well, you're wrong, and here, here's why. Well, I think if we compare our hotness histories, that your hotness history is far more desirable than mine, and so me having lower standards just makes sense. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about the standards that you might have, but, like, so let's say I, you're dating a 10, okay? Completely drop-dead gorgeous. So I'm dating a 7. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so you're dating a 10. 7. And... No, no, no. I'm saying a real 10. Real 10. I am not dating a real 10 ever. Margot Robbie comes to your house, grabs you by the hand. Margot Robbie is not a natural redhead. Ergo, there is no way on God's earth she could ever be. How about... As Aquaman's wife. How about... Mora. How about Firefly era Christina Hendricks, Yosaf Bridge? Okay. Is she a 10 to you? Yes. Okay. So... She's like a 14, but... Okay, so you... (laughs) You've got your 14. Very, very early on, like, you go on a couple of dates. Within those first couple of dates, you catch on to the fact that she's stretching the truth or maybe just flat out lying. How bad and about what? Anything. Well, no, I think that it, it, I I think that, I mean, yes, a lie is a lie is a lie, but I think that severity and context matter. Like, is she lying to me about having a husband if if the beginning of the relationship is predicated on misinformation well then it doesn't need to go any further well now chris this is where you and i disagree Mm. because no one not a single person on planet earth is fully open and honest with the people that they're in a relationship about themselves you're right you're 100% right there. You're 100% right there. But to go out of your way to change reality with your words, that's very different. 
So you want you, you're always going to put your best foot forward. So there's always going to be some level of manipulation going on in a new relationship with an individual, whoever that might be, a friend, significant other, whatever, employer. You're always going to put forth this best version of yourself. Now, we understand that that is not the real version of yourself because that's not the entire version. Yes, there are going to be small things, but to go and completely misrepresent yourself is what I'm saying. It's very different. Right. I work in a factory and I tell them that I, you know, that I invented the doorstop. Right. Yeah. I gotcha. So yeah, that's not, that's not cool. But again, I mean, how invested am I in this relationship? So this brand new, brand new. So here's the thing. Is this 14 going to fuck me? Because if the answer is yes, I'm significantly more likely to tolerate lies and bullshit and misdirection. Here's the thing. You can pound it out with the 14 once and then never talk to him again. Yeah. So then why does this lie matter to me today? It doesn't. Because I'm not invested in the relationship. You are going to terminate the relationship at a certain point. Well, yeah. I don't want to hang out with somebody. The thing is, look, you don't have to tell me everything about your life and no. everything about your neuroses and everything about your background and history. But I, I don't want you to directly lie to me either. Unless I ask you like, how do these pants look? Then fucking lie. What do you think of this t-shirt? Hey, you just read this. You just read something that I wrote. What did you think? Then lie to me. So if you wrote something and okay. you were like, Hey, Chris, I want you to look at this. Like, tell me if there's anything that's off about it. And I came in and I was like, this was good. But this part, I think, was a little off. Of course I want that feedback. Okay. Of course I do. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't, I, don't want, I don't want to produce or create something that is That's not good subpar. and yes. have people tell me that it's good. No, I don't want that. I mean, so, I'm not. So you also probably don't want to wear some clothing that do, that's just not flattering to you. you. No, I don't want to wear clothing that's flattering to me, Chris. But I also don't. Well, okay, here's the, here's the, other, here's the other side of that coin is that who, who are we talking about? telling the truth to because as jack nicholson said some people just can't handle that some people ask sometimes people will ask you a question and they don't want you to tell them the truth so the difficulty of a relationship is navigating that hmm yeah i mean in that in that scenario i think honesty is still the best policy Mm. we've but we've had this conversation before we have okay so then what if your spouse has a friend and you just see something that is disingenuine in that friend? Do you then voice that to your spouse? So I noticed something disingenuous in my spouse's friend. Again, it's really going to come down to severity. Like, let's say the person's a one-upper and everything's a one-up story and they just have to one-up. Sure. I, I, I get over that, right? right? But, you know... If what if you just get a bad vibe from the person? I'd tell him. Would you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd be like, there's something about so and so I don't dick. Now, conversely, if I have a friend and coincidentally, because I'm a disgusting, vile, redneck, cracker, ass, het cis guy, most of my friends are also that uh, they're they also deserve purging. And I've found that if I have a friend who really just deserves purging, if they have a significant other that I don't like, I keep my mouth shut. Because as a person who falls in that gross category, most other people who fall in the gross category don't want to hear that you don't like their girlfriend. 
They don't want to know. So if you found out that a friend's lady was cheating on them. Of course I tell them. Okay. Yeah. But if my buddy's cheating on his girlfriend, I don't tell her because I have more loyalty to him than I do to her. Interesting. I tell him that he's a piece of shit and that he needs to break up with her. And then he tells me that I don't understand and they have an open relationship and it's weird and they're thinking about a thruple and it all gets very, very confusing and beyond my pea-sized brain's capability to comprehend. But ultimately, no. If you are cheating on Tara, I don't tell Tara, but I admonish you. If Tara's cheating on you, of course I tell you. So then does does our relationship dissolve if I was cheating on Tara? No. Because it shows... See, this is something that I... Well, I I don't know. I don't think so. I I brought this up to a friend recently. I was like, you know, if you watch somebody and there's somebody that regularly cheats on somebody that they're dating or something like that, what do you think they would do to you as a friend or as an acquaintance or whatever? Well, they're going to cheat on you. How? I don't know. But clearly the relationship that they say matters the most to them, the person that they've said they were going to do this with... Well, that doesn't really mean much to them. So what do you think they're going to do to you? And that's one of those things that I'm, I really don't want to be around a cheater. Now, if somebody went out one time, made a mistake, that's salvageable, I suppose. Like if you went out, got all fucked up, stupid drunk, and were on a bunch of drugs, and you were like, oh, man, I accidentally banged this hooker. I'd be like, you're an idiot. So the thing is, is that as, as you very astutely pointed out, I, if you think about doing wrong, don't. Right? Right. So, I mean, if if I put myself in a situation where I'm trashed and I end up having sex with a prostitute, well, that's on me, man. I shouldn't have done that. Right. Very dumb of you. Yeah. Now, my relationship with my wife is is that I don't tell her because she doesn't want to know. Hmm. She would rather think that I'm not a piece of shit than know that I am. Yeah. That's where your relationship and mine is so different. But I'm that way with everyone, right? Yeah. Like, I, I... You know what would be so funny? You got a mouth? Fucking. Is if somebody was watching this. Hands? Fucking. And they, they come in, just as we're talking about, like, we've had this conversation for uh, 20 minutes now. They come in, right, where you're like, the dogs are gonna fuck. <laughs> if there's a hole, it's there for fucking... <laughs> Welcome, new listener. <laughs> Welcome, new listener to Bestiality right. 101. Yeah, you can fuck the couch cushions. There's a crack yeah. there. Here's what we're going to recommend. First and foremost, you go to uh, the Time Suck podcast and listen to the Toy Box Killer. You're going to get all the dog fucking that you want from that. Did right the Toy there. Box Killer dog? Fuck. Oh, dude, it's it's dicked, man. I mean, I can't give Dan Cummins the credit that he deserves, right? Huh. But that episode, yeah, he the the toy box killer bound people up in some weird, you know, S and M torture device, and his dog fucked them. That's so weird. Yeah, it's dicked up, man. Yeah, it's absolutely dicked up. I don't understand the desire to harm another human being in such a fashion to 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 humiliate. And I just don't get it. Right. Your dogs are disgusting. Oh, dude. I'm kidding. They're adorable and beautiful. Where are you going now? You you have been away from the mics too long this episode. I also pressed a button on the camera and had camera settings showing. I had camera settings showing. So yeah. now we have like a full-blown wide view of what we're doing. So, Chris, what what is your loyalty issue? I mean, what, what inspired this besides the conversation that you saw at work? So the, the conversation that I saw at work, like the unfolding of that was the thing that really inspired it because it made me think about it 
and I started thinking about my friends and I'm like, okay, what are things like with my friends? But you have people to whom you are more or less loyal based on that relationship, right? Sure, but I also I also don't have um, a lot of people with whom I engage with any kind of regularity. And the people who I say are friends, like there is a, I don't know, I feel like there's a unspoken understanding that we don't fuck each other over. Well, of course. So, right, so... In, Did in, you just get a text from... Yeah. Oh, that would be so uh, funny. It's my, my, apparently, that it was it was from a friend, and a mutual friend is not doing well, and they were asking me to reach out to them uh, to see to see how they are because gotcha. they're not great mentally. Apparently, gotcha, gotcha. So okay. I need to reach out and tell my friend I love them, and I'm going to put penis in them. See, so because you're sweet. Well, again, it, yeah, maybe sort of. I don't know. See, man. there's a loyalty that you have there. Well, I love him. I love him, and I don't want him to be sad, and I know that he's sad, and I don't know what to do to fix it. Um, uh, but I'm going to show support. And yeah, say, I'm say, here. I love I'm you. Here. Do you need? Do you need someone killed? Because I'll do it, dude. Okay. So, I wanted to present you with this. Oh, because it, like I texted you about it last week, and you never asked. What are you thinking, Chris? Yeah, speaking of which, we got to finish that. We do. Like now-ish. Because dicks are funny. They are. And the world's starting to get to where it's supposed to be. But they want to see dicks again. They do. They do. And they, they want to see your dick, bad. Chris. They want to see no, they, Chris, they want to see your dick. I'll trace it for them on a piece of paper. I think that you should. I, But I do honestly think that you should show the viewers your penis. Right. How quickly would that get purged or something? Oh, super from fast. Super really? Fast. Do you think that they're no, algorithms? No, no. I, I think... I think uh, I think it would get reported quickly. Do you? Yes. By whom? I don't know. The internet's so weird. You think there's dick watchers out there that I, they're just they're think, just living an I algorithm? Think, there's a computer algorithm out there. They're just looking for penis, dick. Penis. <laughs> dick. Saw, belly button under it. Schlong. Um, no, I I think there are people that look for shit to be upset about. And YouTube, they don't allow nudity or anything like that. So, yeah, I mean, I think it would get. Who does allow nudity? Uh, Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Twitter does. Uh, and I think that's about it. Twitter's like a fuckhole, though. That's like a cesspool of bullshit. I just don't... Yeah, I don't want to participate, right? No, it's fucking horrible. So, okay, you go to you go to Twitter, like, for the most part, it's completely negative. Um, if you're old, you get on Facebook. That's what I'm coming to terms with now. Yeah, I'm old. It's fine. And I'm okay with being if old. If you're somewhere in the middle, it's like Snapchat and Instagram. Snapchat and Instagram, yeah. Yeah, but Snapchat, I think, was designed for cheaters um, because that's absolutely what it caters to. So then Instagram is maybe what you go to, and that's like the, the happy medium between Facebook and kid. Yeah, I hear that Instagram is the way to go. I have an Instagram account, but I don't use it. Because I don't care. And maybe I should. But I just... The last thing I have is loyalty to a platform that doesn't care about me and that I don't care about. So, right? I mean, that's it's the same thing as Facebook. Sure. So the, the, the distinction for me and, and, and why I have a loyalty to Facebook uh-huh. is that... I have friends who have a loyalty to Facebook. That's where we communicate. And that's where uh, it's the technology that I am most comfortable with. But I have a lot of people uh, that I talk to that, 
you know, direct messaging on Facebook's Messenger app. That's just how we communicate. I mean, literally right now, while I was very rudely being on my phone in the middle of a, of, of a broadcast, because I'm a fucking prick and a shitty friend who is disloyal, <laughs> I got a message on Facebook Messenger specifically about, you know, some shit going on for some friends. I... I like it. I like I like using it. I like Facebook Messenger. I am an old person. I'm damn near fifty years old, man. I, whatever. Oh, fucked up. People can fuck off. It's so fucked up. I was thinking about getting older the other day. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. I don't know where I was going to go with that thought just now. But well, you were I gonna, was I was thinking about it, and I were, was like, fuck. you were thinking about how you don't have any indication or hint of crow's feet how you don't have any gray hair i have a bunch of gray on your dick maybe on my head shut swear to god you're full of swear to god christopher swear to god you lie i swear on my life dude you're a liar so got some fine lines on the face man i'm 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 31 years old that's what happens no you're not no, I'm not 31. You're 16. You look like you're 16. That's what I want. But your I mean, butthole, that's... your butthole still smells like <laughs> vanilla. Uh, <laughs> did you know that that until someone loses their virginity, their butthole smells like vanilla extract? I, I was, I was no, it's completely true. unaware of this. Yeah, no, it's 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 an actual fact. Yeah. It's an actual fact. It's did fucking you, did science. Did you learn this in a documentary? Yeah. So, oh man, I I I did now. Next time I tell somebody that story, yeah, it's all going to be about like this J.R.R. Tolkien-esque <laughs> collegiate professor who's sniffing barely legal young ladies' buttholes. Oh yeah, that's absolutely where I learned it, Chris. I, uh, anytime, anytime I hear somebody mention documentary, I giggle because of you. And I'm like, my friend calls porn documentaries. And did you know semen's good for your skin? It's and great. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's what I hear more than anything. They're like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I, I don't know. But here I am. You know what's wrong with me? I relish in language. I love the idea of words. And I love the idea of what words can evoke what they can provoke, what they can illustrate. That's why you started saying moistening oh, in yeah. place of cool. Yeah, it's just fucking moist. It's moist. No, it's great. It's fucking moist. I love it. I love the idea that we can communicate with these sounds. I absolutely fucking adore it. Because now you're thinking about doorknobs being glazed, right? That someone <laughs> came to your house while you were at work because you're finally able to commute back to the office. And you don't want to because you want to keep working from home, but you have to go into the office because you work for some shitty corporation. And while you're there and you neglected to get your little doorbell eyeball thing, camera thing, I'm going to come by. I'm going to jack off on your doorknob and it's going to be glazed. It's like a fucking sad glazed donut. And you're thinking about my gross <laughs> yellow brown jizz hanging from your doorknob. I was, I was thinking of the fucking dust that shoots out of your dick because you're old. So first of all, the only time dust shoots out of my dick is that because I've been doing so much fucking during the slamdemic. You know how you know how there are days where you go at it multiple times? Yeah. And you get to the point to where you're just nothing's even coming out anymore. Where it coming kind of hurts. You're just like, ah. Yeah. 
I did it again, I think. Yeah. You're just doing it. You're doing it to tell your journal what for, right? Like you want to be able to go back years later when you're impotent. And I just remember broke those the record. Four time days. Yeah, you do. You do want to do that. It's more like that when you're, I feel like that happens more early, early in a relationship. And then like, I feel like there are times of rediscovery of sex in a relationship. Absolutely. That's a fair statement? Yeah, absolutely it's okay. a fair statement because there are so many different things that impact your sex life. Right. You know, financial stress, children, moving, looking for... I mean, there's so much that goes into it, but also, and forgive me for being cliche, but familiarity breeds content, right? Or contempt, not content. Uh, you just, you get fucking used to something. You get bored. Right. Right. And, and, and sometimes it's just like, I'm tired of eating fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for lunch. And I'm going to go by Jimmy John's and, you know, grab a number eight or a 10 or a whatever. I want to. I'm going to get something different. I'm going to get something different. That's why so many relationship coaches and advisors and sex coaches talk about, you know, variety and spice and doing that thing. Right. Hmm. They need hmm. to. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's why, and that's why I think that, you know, that's why I guess I'm just not as butthurt about infidelity as I used to be. It's, people just, you're just fucking bored of somebody and you want to fuck somebody else. And on a level, I get it. Huh. I'm not saying that you should. I'm not condoning it. No, you're saying you understand I'm it. simply saying that there <laughs> is a logic behind it that I absolutely can embrace. Hmm. Yeah, I, I just think it's really interesting that there are times where you'll be in a dry spell. Right. And then... Because your partner got fat, or they got a new job, and they're being an what, asshole. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, it, whatever. So many Dry spell. Reasons. Dry yeah. spell. And then, all of a sudden, it's like you guys just got back together yeah. and just went on your second date. Yeah. And you're just like... Yeah. All the time. It's so funny. It's so interesting that that even happens. Because you'd think, ah, we'll do it for maintenance. That's what I would think. Well, it's interesting, though, because, I mean... Not in the sense of like scheduling it like trash goes out on Thursdays, mm -hmm. you know, or like a business, like the, you know, fly to the condors business time, right? Where you have to take out the recycling. It's yeah. not part of the business time, but it's very important, right? No, you have to do it. Yeah, no, you need to because it's healthy for your relationship. Just, you just got to, sometimes you're just be prickly with each other, right? You're like, dude, right. we haven't done it in a while. We need to fucking bang this out. When you don't even realize you're being shitty to each other. Yep. And you don't even realize that that's why. And then you're like, let's go. Let's yeah. go. Let's go ride the slip and slide. But the, then, then with, you know, with children, that's got to be, I mean, it's even more challenging. I mean, my, my wife and I, we can have sex whenever we want. We don't have impediments other than employment. We are basically restricted to nighttime. So if you go to work, have a really long day, partner ends up working late. Mike could skip that night. Probably get skipped that night. Or the next 10 nights. Because you're fucking tired or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That shit How happens. long have you guys gone? Uh, I think the longest is after she had the baby. And that's what? Like six months? No. Fuck that. <laughs> okay. So your daughter your daughter absolutely wrecked your daughter's or your daughter actually absolutely wrecked your wife's vagina. Careful. How long before it's business ready? So it's supposed to be six weeks. We did it before six weeks. Why? You have to take care of her vagina, That Chris. was her fault. It's in, it was her fault. Okay. She, she was like, let's do this. And I was like, I'm stupid, okay? 
She had mind control because she took control of my penis. No, I understand. Okay, no, no, no. This is completely Tara's fault. I get it. Why would she do that, though? I mean, it's her vagina. Because she's, she's brilliant. Her body, her choice. Duh. And she wanted this dick. Who cares what science says? Who cares what her doctor said? Who cares that another human being clawed its way out of her (laughs) vag, wrecking it to the point where a doctor had to go in and suture her shredded vaginal canal? Who cares that the doctor says it's six weeks for an appropriate time Mm -hmm. for the sacred place, the holiest of holes, Mm -hmm. to heal? First of all... (laughs) First of all, you can self-diagnose to a doctor now, and what? they will and they will put you on medicine. Stop! You cannot self-diagnose. I swear. I swear. Sure, what, okay, and what if you self other other than paying green for green? We'll get into it later. I'll tell you though. Okay, because you can, and it happens all the fucking time, um, a lot. I find it difficult to believe you're wrong. That in, in, and, and when I when I say it, look, when I say it, you'll be like, "Fuck!" I first of all, it's very rude to interrupt. I'm sorry. Second of all, you completely derailed my train of thought. You're an <laughs> asshole. I am. I had a really good point I was going to make, okay, and you okay, completely it, shit me. Okay, okay. So, people can't self-diagnose. You were going on some tangent. You can't. I cannot believe in the, in the fucking modern litigious world that a person can tell their doctor what their doctor's going to do in terms of writing a prescription. I fucking refuse. You can't believe that? Not no. at all? Huh. I mean, I know people that have marijuana cards and who basically just paid for a card so they could buy marijuana legally. I mean, sure, that happens, but I can't, I'm not going to go to the doctor and say, you know, my feet really hurt because I have flat feet. Why don't you give me a prescription for fucking codeine? We'll get into it because you're going to be like, holy shit, you're right. Why are we not getting it into it on the show, Chris? Can't do it. This is about our relationship, it is. Chris. It is about our relationship, and here's the thing. And this is about my this loyalty per- to this you, particular, Chris. This particular area is very sensitive. Won't do uh, it. Oh, shit. Is this about your ED meds? I'm sorry. I had no idea. Oh, that we see, were- you can. You can. <laughs> <laughs> the, whole, uh, the whole internet's going to be like, Chris can't get a boner? Yeah. Oh, Chris can get a boner $12 a pop. That's what Chris can do. <laughs> Little blue pills. Yeah. You know what? Better living through chemistry, man. Fuck, live your life. I have no I have no shame if somebody has to take pills to get a boner. Doesn't bother me. What if what if your old lady's frigid and she needs to take some sort of pill to get her canal moist? It's called lube. Moist canal. You just go What if that's true, but what if you just need a little? What if you need a little chemical assistance? What if you need to get some blood into it? So I don't you know. Get some blood, Chris. What, what do you do to get blood in it? Is there is there a drug for that? I think so. Does the Cialis work for ladies? I'm pretty sure. Cialis gives you a dripping vagina. Take Cialis. List of side effects: drippy pussy. Now, Chris, <laughs> look. It is important, and I am not. I'm not a rocket surgeon. It is important. There's rockets on your shirt. There are. There are rockets because this because this production is brought to you by Space Dock Productions. Interesting. Yeah, oh, okay, what were you saying? True. I'm sorry. Because in the hierarchy of things, Space Space Dock Productions <laughs> understands that there are three things in the universe. The holy trinity of comedy are feces vomit and penises mm. what about farts i know farts are good but they're not holy trinity stuff that's like if you think of father son and the holy ghost farts are like moses okay you know, they'll part they'll part the red sea and then then they're and they're funny and they're effective but dicks chris 
dicks. I heard my baby fart on a baby monitor the other day, and I almost fucking died. Are you sure it wasn't a queef? 100%. Are you, did you taste it? What? Because a queef hangs in the air. It's a heavy no, thing. It's no, a, so... It hangs, it. Chris. It watch hangs it. in the air. Baby monitors are cameras now. Shut up. So I'm watching, watching baby cam. You know, I'm doing other shit, and then I hear... And I was like, what the fuck? It came out of the monitor. I was like, holy shit, baby just made like a fucking death fart. Don't know how that much fart came out of that little baby, but awesome. Awesome. I'm proud of you, baby. Do you have a word of wisdom this week? Well, if I if I could quote Wayne from Letterkenny. Okay. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> Guys, thank you for tuning in. You can go to uh, whoerstepantspodcast.com if you want to do stuff for us there. Love you. Bye.